0: been here a while you've been i've been here long me. enough to yeah. to call myself a richmondite I yeah i suppose richmond <laughs> whatever whatever they are yeah <laughs> i don't know richmond-er but ER you yeah, are yeah, yeah. in the end of it maybe but um but yeah no uh richmond's richmond's fine it's just you yeah, know it's decent yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Coll- it's it's a like college. it's a small college town. Yeah. yeah it's not i mean
1: well it's in Australia, uh, where I'm from, in Melbourne, one of the biggest suburbs is Richmond, and it's um it's oh. one of the class, classic suburbs of Melbourne. Yeah. And um, one, a popular sport over there is Australian football or Aussie rules. It's the most popular sport over there. You should um, look at it on YouTube one day. Okay. And the mm. uh, the premiers of last year were the Richmond Tigers. So There you oh, go.
0: Wow. <laughs> Wait, so they have their own division, like they have like a um like a FC, but like for like certain yeah, Australian it's rules, totally
1: totally different. It's only one country plays it australia it's a very unique sport
0: well america uh, does that too yeah. <laughs> we yeah, just make up like our, own, have our own football yeah. so it's yeah. fine
2: yeah. we so we the, took we took the name football and used it for our sport when the rest yeah. of the world calls soccer football <laughs> yes and we <laughs> called it soccer
0: and we're like eh, we, we can't call them both football i saw an amazing i saw an amazing, <laughs> saw an amazing uh, meme like on uh, facebook and it was football and it showed a ball on the foot like playing you know a guy plays soccer it or whatever sense, you want to call right? it and then it showed a guy holding uh holding like the football from american yeah. football, yeah. and America it football. said and it said hand egg, hand <laughs> egg. <laughs> i guess there's a roll off the tongue is good doesn't it because our our balls look like eggs i mean even like yeah. it, even like the rugby ball is more round i mean it makes i don't absolutely. know it's, it's, it absolutely it's just funny it's quite elongated the american yeah. football yeah yeah that's right <laughs> does make a lot of sense. Anyway,
3: <laughs> and so you can throw it with your foot.
2: That's true. I mean, yeah.
0: you do that in rugby, too, though. I mean,
2: I mean, there's only really one or maybe two people on your team that play
0: with their foot in football. Uh, right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? I mean, I can understand the terminology like a foot race, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it, I guess in the 20s, they were like on foot. Sure. Yeah they were like we don't care about the rest of the world. They should call it ACL <laughs> ball.
1: ACL. At least at least
0: at least Japan got on board with like American baseball so that one didn't have to be exclusive either. I mean but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but I love uh, it how you call it World Series and it's two countries. Yeah, World Series, yeah. the World Series. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's anyway. No, I I, th- I think
3: I think Canada's now part of it I think Toronto has a team. Well, But but still three countries. The Toronto
0: Toronto Blue Jays. I haven't paid attention to baseball in a really long time. Yeah, there's the Toronto Blue Jays. You're right. You're right. You're You're absolutely
3: right. So 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 we 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 got three technically countries. Almost all exclusive American teams with one over here and one over there. I mean it's yeah (laughs) it's
0: it's fine it's fine. (laughs) Uh, All right. So um, yeah, are we ready to are we ready to go? I think we're pretty much ready. You guys ready? Yeah. Cool. I'm Zach. I'm Colin, and I'm Bob.
2: And welcome welcome to to the House Plants Podcast. And we also have. Our friend Rob with us today. You want to say hi, Rob? G'day all. Hey, yeah. Uh, A gentle g'day from our Australian friend here. (laughs)
3: Yes, super awesome. And we're here to talk about music
0: media and the mission of jesus oh we switched it bob yeah. <laughs> we did that. that's so weird that's awesome we I, we fell into it like it was not a no problem usually rob uh, usually bob is the one who says uh mission of jesus so yeah. we up. i love it
1: you guys are so coordinated yeah, yeah, yeah. we've done this,
0: this is, Well, this is like our 80th episode now we, is might, it? we better oh, be it's yeah. close it's close we're close to 80 i think we're yeah. at like 77 yeah mm. all right so cool. um yeah uh we usually uh do worship but um real quick rob if you want to give just like a condensed like who are you who are we talking to today?
1: Who am I? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, we um, do our worship. I'm Rob Lim. I I've, I've came. I'm. I'm actually from Australia. Moved here two years ago for uh, a will call of God, and I'm attending Asbury Theological Seminary at the moment. So, completing my Master of Divinity. Awesome. Halfway through, I've made it, and uh, another awesome. two more years to go.
0: Very cool,
2: Rob. You're a cool dude. We're so excited to hear from you. <laughs> it's going to be an awesome episode. Looking
0: forward Very to cool. it. All right. So, uh, Zach, what about the song?
2: Yeah. Uh, this is Joshua's song. We did it on our live stream back when uh, coronavirus first
0: hit. So you're doing so the thing I did with the... We
3: kind of redid yeah. one of your songs, too. So, yeah. um, Which I'm yeah. looking forward to so much. Because when, when you first started playing, it's was like, I know this. We've played this one before. Yeah, we did. You're right. It was with the live stream. I wanted so. to make sure I got the, yeah, the a, piano riff right. Yeah, yeah. we would get, get an official yeah. official proper recording of it.
2: Cool. So this one is, um, it's God speaking to Joshua in Joshua one, nine gives him a bit of encouragement. There it says, don't be afraid, but be strong and courageous for the Lord. Your God will be with you wherever you go. And so the songs is basically based on that. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much um, that you promised to be with us, that we just feel um, the need for your presence right now, uh, just with everything going on in our nation, um, all around the world, God. Your church needs you. Um, so Lord, I pray that um, we would just be in your presence, that we would seek that out. We would learn to just live in your presence. We would learn to run first to the foot of your cross, Lord. And we thank you for all that you're doing. I ask that you would speak through uh this podcast today. That you would use it um in whatever way you see fit, just to draw people back to yourself. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Cool deal. So we are, um, doing the second, (laughs) whoops, (laughs) whoops. um, this is the second episode that we have decided to just kind of focus on, on prayer and just kind of talking about prayer and and what God's doing through prayer. The first time we had a prayer series, it was, um, Samuel Mm O'Donoghue, yeah, Mm -hmm. who I think you know, Rob, um, yeah, and so he kind of talked to us a bit about like, um, the uh you know the church in africa and some of the cultural differences and that was like super interesting um rob you've got kind of experience in the australian church as well as here you also have experience in sort of what god is doing at asbury and we definitely want to hear a bit about that but we're just going to talk about prayer for a little bit and then we're going to end with uh, a few minutes of prayer um so absolutely
0: cool awesome i'm excited too man
2: yeah it's always good to talk about prayer man so 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 so
3: Rob let me start by asking you this what motivates you as a person who leads others in prayer what what, what's kind of led to that what what where where does that come from with you
1: yeah I think it's um uh with prayer I'm I'm quite an extroverted person I like hanging out with people (laughs) and uh (laughs) I Probably the whole continent of Australia is like that. <laughs> we like we like being with people. I'm also of a nation oh. heritage, so there's a lot of a um, lot of that communal communal mm-hmm. um, DNA that's within me. But um, when you compound that with a time that I see now as being a very formational time for me uh, within seminary, I just feel there, there's an inner urge and there's a realization that my faith is not just me running alone. My faith is communal with other people. And yeah. one of the, what better way to, to experience faith together than to do it on our knees before God? And uh, when I came here, especially um, having no idea about Warmore, Kentucky or Asbury Seminary, uh, I knew a little bit about Asbury Seminary. I literally cold turkeyed it here. I never came here. and enrolled in and I just flew in, flew literally across the world, 16,000 kilometres, whatever that is in miles landed here, and I had no appreciation of the revival history here and all that it um that that really compounds on you and grows in you. you just and you just have a you just have an urge to cry out to God collectively, and it's been deeply informational yeah. for myself and um I'm sure for the community
3: very cool, nice, yeah,
2: so like how does that kind of play into um your calling like what what weighed into your decision uh, to come? to the United States to come to seminary.
1: Yeah. I've got a, a bit of a weird story. Um, so, so obviously, uh, you know, the most common question I get from people are, aren't there seminaries in Australia? Uh, why'd you have to, why'd you have to literally go to the other side of the world to change hemispheres and everything? Um, I actually heard about Asbury seminary in Durban, South Africa. Um, hmm. Durban is, um, one of the largest cities in South Africa. I was there for a, uh, a world, world Methodist Conference, and um, I managed to uh, befriend someone who is a bit of a mentor to me now. This this lady called Kimberly Reisman. Um, she looks after World Evangelism for the for this World Methodist group. And um, one day I was just I didn't have anything to do at night. Um, she invited me to have dinner with her and her father. Um, her father was a was a bloke called Maxie Dunham uh maxie dunham happened to be the prior president to or mm-hmm. one of the past yeah. presidents of asbury seminary and um he's a very i'm not not sure if you heard much about him but he's a very uh very hospitable loving caring you know yeah. puts his arm around you kind of guy yeah. um and wants to know about you so he was asking me about my call um that was back in 2011. I'm a banker. I've worked corporate for 15, 16 years all my life in different parts oh, wow. of the world. So was, um, he really challenged me about McCall and um, he was telling me that there are Wesleyan-type seminaries. Uh, funnily enough, he didn't mention Asbury first, uh, hmm. probably showing his humility. He, um, he uh, mentioned Indiana Wesleyan and he mentioned Asbury Seminary, but he never divulged that he was the past president. <laughs> yeah until i went back into my right hotel yeah. Yeah. yeah until i went back to my hotel room later and they said oh maxi dunham he's a <laughs> he's um <laughs> he's a president as far So yep. yeah and one thing led to another lord continually spoke into my heart and mm. um uh two and a half years ago three years ago now um felt very 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 convicted and um literally changed life 180 degrees uh quit my job resigned and um I've got four boys. My wife, and my four boys. Um, we just finished renovating our home. We literally just packed up.
2: And... Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> is this is this your second year or third year? I uh, like just that. finished my second year. Okay, So I
1: still right. still got a couple more years to go. Gotcha.
0: I have a question. Have you adjusted to the uh, seasons in America yet?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for everybody that for doesn't
0: it. know about the hemispheres. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. If
1: you don't know, the hemispheres are totally flipped. So um, right now uh, it's summer here in the United States, June. In in Australia, they're going into winter. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I remember yeah. when I came here, I actually skipped. I actually did not experience summer for two years because I, oh my gosh. I went back to Australia during summer here. So I went straight into winter. Oh,
2: that's, well, that um, would be really weird. Yeah, oh my no, it's really weird. <laughs> Let alone,
1: but it's totally different. Like I thought cold, I thought Australia was cold during winter. That's nothing compared to here. You guys, <laughs> you guys get snow here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, do, um, you guys don't even get snow, do you? I mean, uh, have um, you ever had snow yeah. ever?
1: No, you have to go up to the mountains uh, mm-hmm. and there's not many mountains. It's quite a flat, flat land yeah, that's what I, flat. I,
0: assume so, that. I only yeah. know a little bit I, I, yeah. I like geography a little yeah, little yeah. Bit. so my
2: yeah. uh i remember when i was a kid like <laughs> seeing um videos on tv about like uh surfing santa in australia yeah because it's <laughs> yeah. christmas in the middle of the summer <laughs> yeah that's right But it's it's super hot down
1: there so i don't know what it is in fahrenheit still like the temperature measures totally different down there we use celsius and you right. guys are on Fahrenheit, but it's um it's usually around forty <laughs> Celsius. I think that's about one twenty, one thirty. Oh yeah, run... that's
3: hot.
2: Oh yeah, okay. that, that, yeah. That, yeah.
0: Oh, another, so really another thing America like exclusively does and thinks is like the better way somehow.
2: <laughs> oh, for us, all if football numbers. is
0: the right football, Fahrenheit <laughs> is the right temperature. Why would you have a Feet, numbering not system meters.
2: just based on <laughs> miles, not yeah. kilometers? Why would you just base it on tens and make it all consistently make sense? No. When you could have it be like 12. America version numbers? better.
0: <laughs> we do everything better and it's our hey, own. Even though it's, version of it. Well,
2: even though it's the American version, it's called Imperial.
0: <laughs> oh God. God. Yeah, right. Oh, I gotta Lord. admit,
1: one of the like uh, talking about seasons. I um in Australia we call fall autumn. So yeah, um, yeah, there you go. But I kind of like I like the word fall. It's got a bit of a. You actually have leaves that fall around you though, so it makes sense.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, autumn is still uh, a, a term that is sometimes used for the season, but it's usually more regarded as a more formal term yeah. for the season. Yeah. As it, whereas, just if you're just talking, James, it's fall. Yeah, we're moving yeah. into the fall season. The fall semester. Well, if you don't say the fall semester, yeah. if you
0: don't say fall, then when you do the time change, you can't say spring forward and, and fall, fall back. back. <laughs> Stupid yeah. time changes. But we always have to have our thingies. I we yeah. yeah. All yeah. Right. Time changes. Uh, I love
1: your American humor, guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> hey, we're. Wait, hey, this is a podcast that laughs yeah. at its own That's culture. Right. Yeah. 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 I, love it. I love it. All right. Person. Well, more serious question let's get back
3: to robin let's do that cool. so so now that you've been uh beginning to get adjusted to to asbury tell us more about the uh the, the the prayer gatherings that that have been taking place over there
1: yeah it's it's um it's it's really been a reflection of uh a number of people in my cohorts so i started in fall 2018 when i moved over here to kentucky and started attending asbury and um uh, I'm I'm from a very um, reformed background, so Australia is quite reformed, um, very conservative, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not very much, not very charismatic in that. But then I went to a conference in February um, mm-hmm. called The Descend. Uh, it was out in Orlando, in Florida, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I got to admit when I first came to Asbury and I started the theme in Asbury at the time was um, uh, it was about this Holy Spirit.
4: Oh
2: yeah, uh,
1: and uh, we had we had a number of talks around um, this the power of the spirit, uh, but it's something that was very foreign to me uh, when I went to this. Long story short, when I went to this conference in Orlando, um, something that I never thought that I'd experienced before um, experienced the power of the Holy Spirit in a very um, awesome. I believe it's a baptism of the Holy Spirit now. Yeah. Um, I was just. I don't think I've ever had that much of a conviction to just want to pray. So we came back from that conference in February. There was three of us that went from Asbury, myself and two other fellas. And uh, but some of my mates in Australia also came up, flew up for it. But then since that day, um, I remember we got back um, February 25th or something. And um, we just wanted to pray, the three of us. That so my friend Matt and my other friend Jane. We just were praying in a mm. little office. I remember the first time we just prayed randomly in an office it was in the student center in the gym area, and um, and people started walking past and um, just barged in and started joining us praying. It was bizarre. And it was Infectious just very impromptu, kind of and it just started getting, you know, there was a few of us that started praying. Yeah. More people wanted to pray more regularly. It grew from 3, 5, 10, 15, and we started getting more of a um, – at This conference had a very strong emphasis on awakening the United States and revival, and I had no idea that that Asbury or um, Wilmore, Kentucky had a bit of a um, revival history about it, let alone mm-hmm. the whole Great Awakening thing here that's here in the United States, the First and Second Great Awakening. So after hearing all of that, I just felt there was a very overburdening sense of um, conviction to, to, uh, and belief in the power of prayer that, wow, let's go for it, let's go speak to the Father, and um, mm. one thing led to another, so we eventually started meeting twice a week, um, without fail, uh, for until the pandemic hit. Um, when the, p- the pandemic hit, there was just conviction amongst many of us to pray daily, and also to do Friday nights where we pray for a few hours still. But um, uh, but it's just it's all about contending to the Lord, about um, revival. So we, we're praying for the third grade awakening. We're praying for the Lord to move across the nation, and it's bizarre that. This um, this prayer for revival and the Lord to awaken the land preceded um, uh, like COVID and all these other things that are going on. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, it's we really feel responsible to pray. Um, and I think that's that's the root that's the root word of it. We just feel have a have a responsibility from the Lord to pray and to tarry and to prevail.
3: That's
2: awesome. So, you, um, how did you guys kind of come up with the? plan to start meeting in Estes because that's really kind of the first I heard of, of the group was you guys were meeting in in Estes on Friday and I actually kind of stumbled onto you guys a few times because I had like, I work in the Estes chapel area. So I would be having to like bring equipment in and out occasionally. And I would be like, Oh, I feel so bad. Like I'm interrupting the space (laughs) or whatever. Um,
1: Yeah. We, um, uh, we had a chat to a few people, um, around the campus, um, uh, one of the professors in Asbury um, that was around during the 1970 revival is called Steve Siemens. I'm oh, not sure yeah, whether you, yeah. the other guys have heard of him. Oh, yes. Um, but he started telling us about the revival history and he he's very expectant from uh, prophetic words, how the law has been speaking to him about revival breaking out in, in, in Wilmore once more, uh, but in a way that we have no idea of what it will look like or can comprehend. But because um, within the seminary, um, um, as you know, it's it's got a Wesleyan, it's got a Wesleyan heritage, and when you go into Asbury Seminary, there's a statue of John Wesley there, and there's a plaque, and when you read the plaque, it says that um, Asbury, uh, sorry not Asbury, John Wesley had a had an uh, uh, Oxford mind and uh, Aldersgate heart. I like guess mm. that connection between head and heart. Um, and we really believe that there was very strong, solid, sound academia going on within the seminary. But there was a very strong belief that um, uh, we, we wanted that Aldersgate heart and we wanted yeah. to cry out for that for the whole community, um, state, and country. And yeah. S felt like very much the, um, the uh, spiritual heartbeat for the community. So we thought, what better place to do it yeah. than to do it, do it intentionally within S um, just at the altar? um so yeah
2: that's amazing so for those uninitiated uh with the uh whole wesleyan thing what is <laughs> what is the aldersgate reference
1: yeah, aldersgate. yeah let our listeners There's,
2: know
0: about that
3: yeah so
0: um yeah oxford, for our listeners uh, to learn <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then we're yeah yeah, yeah for all of you guys uh, i know it is <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's, um i think um i think the way it goes is uh well everyone's familiar with an oxford mind it's a pretty well known uh, academic institution in in London, mm-hmm. and then uh, Aldersgate is a little street. Uh, John Wesley, everyone knows John Wesley. He um, he stumbled across a little chapel on Aldersgate Street, I believe, mm. and uh, actually went there once. And um, on the twenty fourth of May, um, he felt his heart strangely warmed. So, That's
2: what they say. Yeah. <laughs> so probably well, got I gotcha.
1: he, I gotcha. got got a surge of the spirit. So. Right.
2: Yeah yeah i I mean he's definitely like his entire ministry changed after that you know he's was more empowered by the spirit and like it it changed his whole outlook on things so yeah i think and i think no one could argue that he was also you know a pro academic you know and so Mm -hmm. it's like having both of those things is is really important especially you know if we're talking about revival like you got to connect the head to the heart Um, so I'm glad I'm glad that's one of the things that we're thinking through
1: yeah that's something I very rarely thought about coming from a methodist background back in Australia but sometimes we forget that the whole um, Wesleyan heritage is really a revival movement that's that's Mm -hmm. really what it is
3: so with that being said um, how do you think that that's fitting into Asbury right now how how do you think that, um, that God is currently beginning to shape the Asbury community
1: yeah, I think um, uh, one thing that's been beneficial about the prayer meetings coming together is um, there, there's been a very common prayer point that we've been coming to the Lord with every week, and uh, that's been around revival. And um, there's been other prayer needs associated with it, but because we're tarrying so intentionally for that, um, we believe the the Lord's hearing it, and it has. I've been surprised about the groundswell of people that have come around to mm. participate in it. We've had um, Uh, we've had different church members come along we've had um uh, asbury university so for those not familiar with uh kentucky there's actually two institutions there asbury seminary and across the road from it there's asbury university which which uh which mainly has most of your undergrad courses and whatnot but um there's been students from asbury uni coming there's been faculty Mm -hmm. coming and um it's It just really felt like that this was a bit of an outlet for a number of people that were already praying for revival um, to Mm -hmm. come together and to um, cry out to the Lord collectively. So I think what we've seen is um, what I've really seen through the prayer meeting is what the Lord's already been doing anyway, irrespective of this gathering. um, The Lord's already prompted many people within their hearts to be very intentional about crying out for a third grade awakening in the United States, and just being able to see that it's been beautiful. Like, really, the, I really feel all the Lord's told me to do is just, um, just organize it, facilitate it, and that's it. There's going to be people there that are intercessory prayer warriors already. That it is going to come in and just be mm-hmm. um, um, really teach me uh, about. Uh, how the Lord has moved and give me more faith by demonstrating how, wow, these guys have been tarrying for so many years. They've seen how the Lord's moved and seeing their faith exposed in this way has been very edifying for many of us.
0: Wow, awesome. I have a question. Sure. Um, More generalized question than uh, uh, pertaining to Asbury necessarily, but um, I feel like we asked uh, Samuel Odabena a version of this question, so I'll ask you, Rob. Um, Do you feel like, the modern church undervalues prayer and if so why do you think that is
1: absolutely um one of my favorite quotes around prayer is from Le- leonard ravenville and that is the cinderella of the church today is the prayer gathering and um mm. even though that bloke wrote it many years ago i think that it's bloke. very rare <laughs>
0: Sorry, go ahead. Those, No 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 uh, no no, I love it. Australian isn't yeah, safe. Please, please keep doing them. I'm just when I say when it. I
1: say that you probably imagine Leonard Ravenhill <laughs> with a swagman hat and yeah um So it's I really I really believe the Cinderella when when you he wrote that so many years ago, but it's kind of prophetic in a way, and mm. it's even speaking about our generation. Um and I'm I'm expecting the church experience I had in Australia is no different to here in the States from what I've heard, but back home in Australia and even parts of Asia, which I traveled to, um, um, many of the places I went to, it was probably the lowest attendance meeting in the Mm. church. Um, yeah. 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 When
2: you say we're just going to get together and have a prayer gathering.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of felt like, um, I know at times in Australia, I've been responsible trying to, you know, my leaders, my pastors, senior pastors telling me, let's try to get some people into it because it wouldn't be a priority. And, Mm -hmm. um, i got to admit, I, I, I used to view prayer quite formulaically, that makes sense, like quite rigid. Mm-hmm. No, we get coming, it, you know. coming here, i just seeing people cry out in such a mm-hmm. heartfelt, passionate manner, deeply embedded within their soul. So I do believe that there's a um, passivity in our churches today globally and that's part of the reason for a desire for revival and great awakening. Um, I think right now, you know, all you need to do is go on YouTube and you see... Um, um, amazing preach, preach sermons, uh, great yeah. worship and song. And um, to think that everything usually is rooted in prayer, it's, it's just um, not that you can YouTube prayer, but it, it doesn't <laughs> really get the same limelight, yeah. which is good in a way because it's such a humble activity. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. But I
1: think because of the way media is working nowadays, it's one of those things that you don't really hear about. So um, hopefully, hopefully like Cinderella, it turns from being the... Um, uh, uh you know, the, the, yeah, servant the, to the the, the, the the mistreated the stuff yeah. Grain, you know yeah that's right yeah, yeah i
2: think i think one of the things you know that that bothers me is you know i i exactly what you're talking about with the passivity in church and prayer is one of those like you got to participate in it you know and i think that a, a lot of times for the way that we've sort of moved with church has been to make it Um, kind of like we've packaged it as an entertainment product almost in a lot of ways. And we've made it to where like, you can just come and sit back and be very passive. That's one of the things that I pick up on um, leading worship is I'm very aware of like how difficult it is a lot of the time to get people to kind of take that step forward and kind of uh, be involved in worship. You know, not that I'm looking for like a specific kind of response, but Mm. I want people engaged um, at yeah. least at least eye contact, you know <laughs> um, and you know I think prayer doesn 't fit the packaged like entertainment model because it like it kind of asks something of you, it asks yeah. you to kind of like listen to God and then bring petitions to him you know well
0: i and, mean we 've yeah. talked we 've talked about this on a previous uh, episode a while back, but we've uh we 've asked the question like put it out in the airways um is there a wrong way to pray? And I mean, I I, I think it's possible to pray wrong, but it uh, but there are so many different great ways to pray Mm. that it seems like you could just stumble into an awesome prayer session without trying too hard, because all it is is uh, humbling yourself and trying to have a conversation with the Lord. And when and when it's that simple, then, like you said, it's very easy to engage I have seen people try and make it a performance like they go on a four uh, four minute like sermon with, and everybody's not sure when the prayer's done or not. They're like <laughs> they're like, just as you said in Genesis, uh, you know, in the beginning, God, and we just follow that forward to numbers. Follow along with me if you have your Bible open, but keep your eyes closed. And you know, it's like and ultimate, you know, like, I yeah. mean, but it would be very that would difficult. Be like a
2: professional prayer. Yeah,
0: yeah, that'd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be very difficult to make a performance, but. Um, like, I I guess, uh, my, my whole thing is like prayer, prayer doesn't have to be very difficult. I think the very first time Jake asked me to pray, I talked like I was talking to my buddy and I was just like, Mm -hmm. yo, what's up? Uh, but if your heart's in the right place, (laughs) right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I don't know if there's a wrong way to do that unless like you said, your heart might be in the wrong place. Then the prayer can come from a place of selfishness or something, but yeah. Um, the problem is that it's so easy yet it's something that we are so yeah. uh hesitant to do on a yeah. on a regular basis as I guess it what I was trying to get at but oh yeah Very.
3: so <clears throat> I know that you've been really been uh so much of this has been a cry out for revival mm. um and so I, I've got to ask a question what for for you what, what does that mean what is what would what would that look like
1: yeah, i think um um well, first of all, when it comes down to prayer, I think it's one thing I've learned so simply and it's just been um, it's been quite the journey for me personally is um, I thought my faith was in part was faith was, you know, traveling across a couple of oceans and dropping everything and coming to a foreign land. Yeah, there's an element of faith in that. But sure. I'm coming to realize more and more, more that uh, faith comes through the simple things and the everyday mm. things, including including prayer, right, and faith, faith I really believe is restored on our knees uh, rather than restored through institutions and whatnot that we see around the place, even getting an MDiv. Uh, faith isn't restored through doing an MDiv. Faith is restored on my knees. And that, that sense of humility has been really uh, um, confronting to me. Uh, there's nothing that I can do to, uh, uh, in terms of using my head to demonstrate faith, but really it's just coming with that submissive heart to the Lord and being on my knees, which unfortunately seems to be that thing that seems to be sacrificed a lot in the church today. But then going to that point Absolutely. around revival, um, I really see revival as the intensification of the ordinary work of the Holy Spirit that hmm. we normally see yeah. and, and seeing that intensify during a moment in time and um, how that looks. Well, God's God, he can do it however he wants and we've seen it come about in Asbury University in the 1970s is um, Hughes Memorial, which is the chapel there. just had a real huge outpouring for a couple of weeks and people from all across the United States came in and you just really start to see like dominoes really, people just so filled with the spirit and then going so filled and compelled to go out there and to um, uh, share the power of the spirit and to um, share how how much that has convicted them with a heart for repentance for what they've done, but also an increasing desire to see the name of Jesus proclaimed in a very bold way rather than a passive way. And um, I know that's what's desired, how God does that. Um, Look, we've been, um, yeah, there's been people praying that Lord do it in Wilmore. Um, Lord do it to America, Lord do it globally, and we are praying those points. But um, we know God will honor it in His own certain way, and yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we really believe uh, we really believe that the Lord is hearing us and through ways that we cannot comprehend, He doing that that work already.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a special feeling you get, even on the Zoom meetings. You know, mm. as I've been a part of a few of them, and even though it's only 15 minutes, you know, I, there's just a genuineness and I can tell, um, especially those who've been at it every day. (laughs) Like I can tell you guys are so, um, you know, there's the desire for it is just so great. And I I have to believe that, that God is going to honor that great desire. Like I've never seen a desire for revival like that. And I, I just think that that's right. Yeah. That's just something really cool. that that i think you know you're right god's gonna do it in the way um that he sees fit you know that's that's yeah. best and we trust him but also we have this desire to, and then we're and we're honest with him like god bring about these things like you're so good we want to see your name proclaimed and oh yeah yeah
0: well um it, yeah. in uh, in the church i attend it's like a smaller uh, house church um we've been going through the minor prophets uh so mm. like getting to see Uh, All the Mm -hmm. times uh, people stop believing and then a prophet shows up and says, like, you guys better not be bad or God's going to show up. And and in a lot of these situations, um, there is outward prayer. Like, I mean, several so many times throughout the scriptures, things become uh, things fall into turmoil and uh, people Mm -hmm. fall into sin. And then you see uh, the collection of God's people praying out, like uh, crying out for uh, deliverance yeah. or, uh, uh, you know, and, and God and God wishes that his people would pray for that. And so, um, we are hopefully exemplifying, uh, those kinds of people. Uh, I would, I would hope Absolutely. that there is not just 10 people somewhere in a church. I hope that there's, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands, you know, millions of people praying out for a revival because, um yeah i actually uh, it's weird that we're talking about revival because i actually wrote that that song not too long ago about this exact subject we need to to pull that
2: one out again too because we've only done it a long time
0: i wrote a song i wrote a song in the in the first first lyrics are we need a revival in this place so it's yeah yeah, i mean it's just um
1: and one thing that always convicts me about that is um um i think it's so common to pray for individual needs is it but isn't it sure I mean, so absolutely that comes quite naturally but then praying for the something as big as the universal church and revivals don't, yeah revivals aren't a denomination specific no. uh no, geographical specific um race specific it's just just god manifesting uh and with a, a significant intensification and that's um that's that's the beauty of it in a way it just demonstrates our humanity um, and the pure reliance in God because no one can manufacture a, a revival and intensification for the Lord.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. I mean, how many times do we kind of try to make something happen, especially, you know, I'm thinking about in worship services, you know, where we might lead it emotionally in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the smoke and the mirrors come out and um, – well you know and i'm not saying that the high production stuff is bad
0: but um, we've talked about this a million but you times you can
2: you can get to a point where you're looking at worship and you're saying i've got to craft this a certain way mm. and you say like okay i've got uh this hour time slot i'm gonna pick the things that have the biggest impact from my perspective and i'm gonna really go for that crowd reaction um that's that's human effort you know and it might even be well placed i think a lot of times it is um but true revival like that's a work of the spirit yeah you know there's a difference
1: i think one of the other things that demonstrates that is we've um uh i think it was mentioned earlier but there seems to be this um it seems to be a little bit of an art form right now when you start talking about prayer and you have people that are super articulate and i'm sure i'm sure the lord honors the lord knows people's hearts Mm
3: -hmm. sure but
1: some of the most some of the most powerful prayers i've heard is um you know that awkward moment in zoom sometimes where um because we have moments where it's just you know people just pray if they feel led by the spirit and there's been times where no one's prayed uh i remember a couple of weeks ago there was there was a time where no one no one said anything for nearly 10-15 minutes but it was so powerful because i think personally we're just so driven to be able to fill silence with something yeah and to just be still and that that verse be still and know that i'm god was continually just singing through many of our thoughts during that time and There there was no desire to want to speak at that time because you could feel, you could sense the Lord's presence in that stillness. Uh, And it was, it was very powerful. And you can't manufacture things like that, right?
0: Right. I have a lot of problems sitting still. I I, like, I've been, (laughs) I've been seeking a, a a time, like a, like a, I've been a part of like a Quaker prayer one time oh yeah and uh it was it was very difficult for me to just like is that where everybody sits in a circle and uh, nope and they pray as they see fit over like yeah. the whole hour when someone <laughs> feels led to speak yeah kind of, like a speaker like yeah. when when uh, rob when you mentioned earlier like uh making a prayer uh youtube video wouldn't be like glamorous or something the first <laughs> thing i thought of was like a guy's like and let us pray and then he just sits there for like a half an hour and just does head down. It's like, everybody's like, huh, what's this all about? 30 minutes of silent prayer. On but YouTube. but if you were a Christian, you might, you might sit in your chair and just bow your head and then you might connect with the Lord. Who knows? Right. So like, uh, yeah. for me, for me, I have a rush. My, my wife calls it a rushing of thoughts. As a, <laughs> but that's the second, the second somebody's like, let's just be quiet for 10 minutes. I'm like, Oh, work and this and that, and I want to play video games, and I want to go get a drink of water, and all this yeah. other stuff on my mind, you know. So, um, I need to, I need to really focus on, like, I mean, it's what does it say in Matthew? Go into a quiet place, yeah, and uh, be, be alone with the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've been, I've been trying to get better about that, uh, uh, but it's very difficult for me. So, I'm impressed uh, that you can do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that, um, I, I, that's definitely not easy, but um, and I think that's something I've kind of. As well, because I'm usually a go 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 kind of person, but um, that I'll whole go. that whole element of con- contemplation, uh, yeah. contemplative thought and contemplative oh, spirituality, yeah. it's just such um, it's such an untapped, powerful part of our faith that I think the church hasn't used much of lately. I agree. Um Yeah, like Zach wouldn't be familiar with this as well, but in seminary, one of the things that we learn is like Lict- tino divina, and that's um, really mm. just reading one word of scripture and just resting on it for a decent amount of time yeah. and it's amazing how much just one little verse can just speak to you in 20 different ways read the uh, same when verse over there. and over yeah. and over again yeah. just
2: soak it in yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome it's powerful That is powerful um i want to kind of know we've been talking a little bit about the prayer gatherings um so when obviously when coronavirus hit um and lockdowns were in place uh, we couldn't gather together in a big group anymore um you all kind of came up with the idea to meet over zoom. And so I was kind of wondering how things have changed moving it onto zoom. Like were there difficulties in uh, like getting people engaged with it? Um, or were there surprising opportunities that you, like you didn't know about before, you know, how zoomed kind of shaped those meetings?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think zoom has been, um, it's been a blessing in many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, as much as I miss physical contacts, um having having zoom means we've been able to engage uh the, your geographical barriers are gone yeah and one thing about the pre-gathering that we initially set up it was predominantly um a brother a group for the brothers uh in around the seminary so um we had, a, we had a few sisters join, but um, there's been a lot of brothers that have come to that group and have repented of um, many different parts of their life openly. And it's been very powerful to be able to, quite privileged to be able to be in, be in a situation mm. where we hear them open up their hearts in that way. So it was gender specific, but then we, many of us felt that, look at that time um, uh, with COVID, that there was a desire for the Lord to, uh, make it broader and uh, we let the spirit move through that and um so one thing through zoom has been um, having it agnostic of just the tr- traditional group that's gone as chapel being the brothers uh, but it's also allowed us to engage people from abroad so um We've had people from interstate, uh, we've had yeah. people from other countries dial in. Right. Um, we've had students in um, Asbury Seminary has a number of campuses, so mm-hmm. we've had uh, people from other campuses come in and lead certain prayer times or song. So it's broken down that 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 physical barrier that we're so used to drawing on and leaning on um, as an excuse, and that, that that's no longer one.
3: Awesome.
2: Awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. That's been great. Like even this yeah. right now, right? You fellas are out in Richmond, Kentucky. Yeah. You know, we, can, we can just <laughs> that's chat right, like yeah. this, right? Yeah. I
0: mean, Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We're still,
2: um, working on the zoom technology with regards to the podcast. One of the problems is, um, it's on a laptop. So I got to place the laptop where I would want the camera to be able to <laughs> see all three of us, but then we're still <laughs> trying to keep at least somewhat of a distance. We're not quite six feet, but we're close enough, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, we're, um, uh it's hard to get 3 people into one shot. Yeah. Um that's all good. But it's been good to see <laughs> your face though. Like that's that's, right. <laughs> that's one of the cool things about it is, you know, we can we can see each other. And so um it's been really cool on the Zoom prayers how um you know, even if cuz I don't always say anything, you know, but I can look around at people's faces and just kind of like know that we're together, you know. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Really Especially good. like
1: the current things you have on offering, right online, you've got um, Facebook Live or um, uh, Zoom. Really, it's it's some of them are very hard to get that uh, get that bilateral engagement. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but Zoom really is is the go to there. I've actually been on a there was one Zoom meeting that I've been on where it had had um, a couple of hundred people praying on it, and it was the most wow, amazing awesome. thing from all, all around the world. So. Um, but then that stuff wouldn't have been possible um, without Zoom, right? So right. Yeah. We can really demonstrate the universal nature of the church. Um, yeah. Agnostic of cultures and people, groups, and lines and sure. denoms and just come together in this way. And uh, it's very beautiful. So even though something like COVID's come along that's been not great, there's been, um, in some unusual way, as the Lord always does, we've just seen fruit come out of that.
3: Yeah. That's so awesome. So, so it's cause my, my initial reaction to hearing things like that is that, well, I mean, this is a good alternative, but I mean it, uh, but, but it's, it's still not going to be the same as meeting it in person, but you're saying that in a lot of ways it's offered up new opportunities that would have never been able to be ha- had mm-hmm. otherwise.
1: Yeah. Spot on. That was like, just even this last week, um, I was on a uh, prey gathering in Australia and, um, We've had some people that, uh, you know, household names that'll be, they're just being so generous with their time mm. and like super, super humble in the way they approach the ministry. And I think the Lord's even spoken to them that stage, um, uh, stage or stadium Christianity was shifting at this point in time for some of these people. So we, I was on a call for instance with, um, do you remember Darlene check Oh yes. yeah, yeah. So she just—I hear decided, she's big in
2: Australia. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Right. She's like the mummer of Hillsong, but she just decided to come to this um, this gathering um, and decided to. She was willing to open up this prayer gathering that this Australian prayer gathering with some of my other mates. You get things like that, like the barriers. Yeah, the barriers are all gone now, and I think what the what COVID's taught so many of us is that. Um, it is, seems to be a common humanity experience, and um, what previously has stopped us from being able to minister to each other is bridged through things like Zoom now. So it's there been some positives through it, um, notwithstanding. I agree. I really miss, you know, laying a hands, the physical engagement. That's something. Oh that
2: yeah. I really, yeah, really sure. miss. Hugs. Hugs. yeah hugs. Being able to worship, hugs, you know, listen hugs them. are coming back if people are reluctant you know we're gonna bring them back yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm not so into
1: doing those i don't know whether seen it on youtube you, um, you hug those paper cuttings of people yeah. is that a real thing oh that's sad oh. <laughs> I, I didn't see
0: that that's hilarious that's so yeah. awesome hey so um we always ask every guest a question do you want to do that, or do you want to do the prayer and just not not do the question this time? Let's let's prioritize the prayer. What if we did that? Let's prioritize yeah. the prayer first, and yeah. if we have time,
2: Colin, do bad. you want to play a little bit over this prayer, or do you want to add some music later?
0: I would yeah. love to play. It I'd, be cool I'd to rather play, play live. live. Yeah, I'll turn yeah. my piano back on. I won't drop my phone on it this time. Awesome, cool. Well, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> sure, cool. sure. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care to do that. Let me uh, let me mess around just a minute. See what we can find.
2: Cool. So, yeah, I mean, I, I figured maybe we could kind of just do this in a similar way to we do the way we do the prayer gathering. So it can okay. be just kind of um, as we are all led, um, maybe I'll do like a timer for like 10 minutes and we don't have sure. to like dead stop right at 10. But um,
3: <laughs> so just for our, our audience, that might mean that there might be moments of silence. And so. Although that might feel awkward to you, I encourage that you to embrace this time as well. That's true. I mean, think about it.
2: This is going into online space and um, it will potentially exist, you know, for a while. So people could be listening to this a long time from now. And uh, so we could be praying across time as well. (laughs) (laughs) Guys know that I love uh, time travel,
0: so. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Well, (laughs) he's a, I don't know. Have you told him about how much of a big fan you are of uh, Back to the Future? Yeah,
2: I I don't know if you've seen my um, basic theology uh, video project, um, but uh, my group did uh, Back to the Future, and I was uh, Marty McFly. Marty McFly. There you go.
0: (laughs) Trust me when I tell you, like, this is not an exaggeration. He is, like, one of... (laughs) The biggest Back yeah. to the Future fans in the world. <laughs> I, I, bought him a, I bought him a board game all about, like, saving yeah. time problems and stuff.
1: I don't want <laughs> to call out what you named your car, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> all right, I think I, found, I think I found something. Hold on. Yeah, this will
2: work. Sweet, man. Cool. All right, cool
0: well i'll open us up i guess i'm gonna turn down the volume just a little bit so it doesn't yeah. power you guys out
2: gotta just thank you so much for um rob and the calling that you've put on his life um thank you so much that we've uh, gotten to know him a little bit better and um learned a little bit about his calling and and how you're using him and i thank you that You are bringing your people together, um, just to desire and to, and to seek revival. Um, just to, um, just to bow down before you and, and just ask that you, um, move in our midst. Um, God, we believe that you are fully powerful and capable of all things. And we believe that you are moving, um, throughout the whole world during this time and i just ask that um we would just continue to desire your movement more and more uh, that we would see where your spirit is doing things and that we would be um encouraged and bold uh, to join in on those things and just to continually seek you um day after day I ask that you would just put a desire for you in all of our hearts and in all the hearts of people listening god that you just turn us completely to you and um just give us this motivation, this drive, this passion, uh, to seek your face and to give you all the honor and glory in Jesus name.
1: Yes, Lord, I thank you for the way that you've just, um, really worked and heightened the whole uh, the whole theme of revival and awakening not just amongst us but lord that you're doing a good work across the entire church globally mm-hmm. and lord we continue to pray at this time where things may seem so uncertain that um may we be reminded that 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 there's times like this where you manifest yourself in such a powerful way so lord we cry out to you we we cry out to you to move across this land we pray for more people to be willing to be humble and to demonstrate their faith on their knees Lord. we pray that um out of all the differences and challenges that may be going on at this time that they may be smoothed out the path by the power of your holy spirit lord so i pray that you intensify um our desire to see unity in our church through prayer lord god that you speak to us as one body, and that you move through us as one body. And Lord, we thank you for the way that these um, these brothers have have just been such uh, so, so obedient to uh, to your ministry through through media such as this. And we pray that you may even work through media such as this to move and mobilize your church towards a new great awakening, Lord. So do it again, Lord. Do it again through our humble means in Jesus' name.
3: Daddy, the word that you keep seeing in my mind, keep giving me is awaken. Awaken. As that you would uh, bring about an awakening, that you would awaken our hearts, awaken our minds, awaken our spirits, bring us back to life. Wake us up from the sleep that we've been in, from the passivity. Help us to engage your world the way that you would have us. Not in a way that we, would, that we think that you want, but in the way that you truly desire us to be. Push our own desires out of the way. Help us to see what you truly desire. Don't let us run off on our own in hopes that we're following your will, but lead us, hold us close, guide us. Let us be the hands and feet that you desire us to be awaken us
0: is desiring at this moment. I see so much anger (laughs) and so much division and so much unrest. And God, I just, in the midst of all of that, I trust you with it. Mm. And it sounds weird and crazy, but I'm going to just listen to what it says in James and not be pushed around by the wind. And I'm just going to trust you to take care of it. And I know that you'll bring your people back together as you've done so many times before. So thank you for instilling in me with that trust that I've come to rely on in you. And so I just want to pray that um, you would continue to help me to trust you and to not waver and it's in your name I pray
1: yes Lord I just want to also pray specifically for the listeners right now Lord God and um, even all of those amongst us Lord Lord at this time that we're not it's not just a podcast Lord and may even the power of your Holy Spirit work through whatever is published and produced right now Lord that that the words of, of of 2 Timothy 1 come alive lord like may may you rekindle, may this be kindling so may this these all these words the podcast mm. that these that these brothers do all everything that we do may it just inspire people lord to um to place kindling on their gifts that the gifts that you've given them for edification of your church lord that it's not manufactured out of our own means, Lord God, but the fire of the Holy Spirit is already in us. But may we, may we continue to use the kindling of prayer to light us up, Lord God, to, to, to go into a world where it really needs to see your kingdom come. May we not try to just, um, may we not try to outsource the kingdom come work to other people, Lord, but may we grasp onto that with our hands with what you have given us, Lord. So, so may you just, um, through the power of your spirit, may you inspire those only in the way that only you can do. May you inspire them as they hear these words in Jesus name. Amen.
2: And yeah, I want to just agree with, uh, Colin and, and, and Rob and just lift up, um, our listeners and, and our culture and, um, uh, just everyone out there who Maybe feeling hurt or angry, Um, I pray that there's just so many chances for the enemy to um, to stir chaos and to confuse and to blind people. Lord, I pray that you would keep us and, uh, by extension, um, everyone listening, people that are seeking you. you, I pray that you would just keep us faithful. Give us the ability to discern uh, what you're doing, and and to see you, and not be uh, blown by every breeze, not be turned away from you. Um, ask that you just continue to call us back to yourself. Uh, we know that you are a God of peace. Um, that you seek reconciliation. That you um, that you seek justice. Uh, that your heart is. Um, is for those who are um, are hurt, who are oppressed. Um, Pray, Lord, that you would um, give us your eyes, you give us your heart and your desires as we um, are called to uh, speak into things. I pray, Lord, that that you would let us do that as um, people who are doing it based on the movement of your Holy Spirit, not based on our own human effort. So we just thank you so much um, for all that you do. Um, We know that you are good. We know that you are stirring up your church. We know that you have um, great things in store. Ask Lord that, um, uh, that our humble little podcast could just be a part of it. And I pray that you just speak through us. Um, You would use us however you will, Lord, just to um, just to be sowers of peace and, um, people who bring truth and um, I just thank you for giving us a voice and I pray that um, the way that we use it would just honor you and Lord, I just thank you so much for what you've uh, been doing. Pray that you would just continue to do that in our midst and it's in your son's holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen, guys.
0: Amen. Amen. Awesome. Cool. That was fun playing music while you guys prayed. (laughs) I appreciate your (laughs) prayer too, brother. Well, I mean, it's just like, that's the thing that keeps coming around in my head all the time is like, anger. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just, we want to try and take care of it ourselves, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a big no, no in my book. I'm like, man, we're just always trying to control everything. We just need to make sure that we remember that God's got a control of everything. It's good. Trust in that. Yeah, not, I'm not gonna get on a soapbox and preach. Just saying, <laughs> this is <just laughs> right, my thing. Right, right. <laughs> that's my thing. I keep going back to Uh Rob. You will. know You will maybe learn this about me as we get to know each other better. But I'm a big fan of James, and in James, it's it's very it's much about family. that. Yeah. No, uh, no doubts and no wavering and stuff. So I'm very good one. Very keen on that. That's awesome. a goodie, mate. <laughs> that's a goodie. <laughs> I'm gonna learn this. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. The wh- teach, teach us, give us a quick Australian slang Please. lesson. So. And I, I will say them just <laughs> straight in American yeah. accent and not in your accent. Something alone. we've never, never heard before. <laughs> hello, bloke. Hello, bloke. <laughs> How are you today, mate?
1: You can't, you can't say hello, bloke. Just, <laughs> <laughs> usually, you use use mates when it's like a greeting, like, g'day, mate. But You say bloke when it's like, um, like... That, so guy, so I guess, yeah, that, that guy over like, there. Oh, so okay. there's
2: like a there's a bit of distance to bloke. It's not yeah, like yeah, you're my wrong. you're my bloke. If I, said, <laughs> yeah, bloke, bloke, bloke a, if I said hello bloke to a bloke over there, if I said
0: hello bloke to a guy from Australia, it'd be like, geez, <laughs> 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 trying to keep me at a distance over here. Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you think we that's are, right. strangers? <laughs> oh, man. that's funny. That's all right, awesome.
1: all
3: right, awesome. Well, well Zach, you want to
2: ask him? Um, do you, do you have time for one quick question? Yeah. This might be a big my, one. Okay. So, one all right. So we time. torture all of our guests <laughs> 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 and we give them torture. this, we give them this question. Um, and we've asked ever, I think just about every guest that's been on. Yeah, I believe every so. Time. Every single one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, you look at the universal church, the church as yeah. a whole on earth. Um, think about what we're doing. And is there anything about what the church is currently doing? Uh, that you would change um something we're not doing well enough or ignoring or something we're doing too much of or have a wrong idea about add
1: remove yeah that's great that's a great question mate. yeah um one thing that's been ringing in my mind lately is um the tribalistic nature of the church mm. and, and um uh I just find it uncanny how the church, especially at a time where there's so much division outside of the church, where the church is trying to demonstrate some form of unity when it, it itself is divided, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think if the one thing I would change is um, a new meaning of, a new um, understanding of this whole concept of denominations and even non-denoms are in a way, not denoms in a way for me, but. Rather than thinking of denominations as tries, but thinking of them as hallmarks of history of our Christian faith, like when mm, you think about it, yeah. right? Like the Methodists throw away the term "denom," but it's really the it's the it's a memory of how the Lord moved mightily, and yeah, uh, and how the universal church has been has been through that. And you look at the um, you look at like um. Reformed church tradition, that's you know, pointing back to the Reformation, how God mm-hmm. moved mightily through that. And that's like that's a that's a powerful moment in history. And yes, you know, all of them have these amazing stories to tell about how God has manifest through them and um at, at certain points in time. So, you know, that's that's one thing I change if and it's a tough one, but if there could be greater appreciation of denominations as, as hallmarks of how God has moved mightily mm at different points in time. Even the Pentecostal movement's been phenomenal, right? Yes. Well, that's very different. We kind of view denominations (laughs) as people with different gifts. Yeah. That'd be great, man.
2: Yeah, there's so much. um, There's often divisions in denominations, and I think that people's, especially non-denominational, our answer to that a lot of times is, let's just do away with it. These denominations are not good. They're distracting from what God really wants to do. Um, But there's no, like... Vanilla worship, you know, like, yeah, so yeah, appreciating them more for their differences rather than seeing them as a
0: divide. Yeah,
1: that's a good word. We, um, we, we,
0: we in America don't think very globally either, so our Mm -hmm. version of like each denomination, uh, doesn't really hold the same weight, I feel like, because we've already talked to Samuel, we've talked to uh, Shannon and Kevin about. Uh, what it's truly like to be in a different culture and, yeah. and see the way they worship. And so we often are just like, oh, well, Baptists are this way, Methodists are that way. Yeah. And I choose that. It's
2: actually a pretty small slice. <laughs> yeah. It that is. we get to sample. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Is.
0: So, no, I totally, I mean, that's a different perspective. I've never heard somebody say it quite yeah. like that before. So, thank you very much. That was a really Rob. interesting one. Thanks for that answer. It's really not cool. at
1: all. That wasn't yeah. too tough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were ready to go. You just had ready to go. All right, good guys. Man. Well, cool. um, for everybody yeah. listening, thank you so much Thanks for listening. So much. Thank you, Rob, for being here with us today. Absolute Absolutely. Pleasure, fellas. Uh, in spirit and uh, in uh, electronically. That's right. <laughs> for being <laughs> the, the royal being with us or whatever you want to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Check us out on all the places you find podcasts. And check us out on Patreon. Check us out. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. See ya.
2: Peace.